to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. Vitero is a subsidiary of ASX-listed company Senitas and the main focus of a recently announced $5 million capital raise. Vitero is on a mission to create a world free of cyber threats where emails can be opened without worrying about what's inside. Through its Vitero Cloud service, the company is taking a unique approach to security. Its patented technology intercepts and then deconstructs all files sent to an organization, allowing it to clean the files of known and unknown threats before they reach their destination and only uh, allow known good elements to reach the end point. Weaponized files are by far the most common and evasive attack vector into businesses of all sizes, and from there, they are held to ransom, often for millions of dollars. Disarming these files, thus preventing attacks from landing on their endpoints, is a huge step in cyber defense and promises a future where cyber criminals find it much harder to prosper. Ravi Srinivasan is the CEO of Vitero. Ravi, welcome to the program. Great to be here. Ravi, maybe we could begin if you could explain your professional background and how did you come to be the CEO at Vitero? I'm a uh, technology um, a go-to-market professional. I have over 25 years of ex- experiences in semiconductor and um, cybersecurity. I've worked with large organizations, helping them scale their businesses, worked in mid-sized organizations, growing their Asia-Pacific uh, presence. And uh, more recently, uh, now as CEO of Votero, I'm on a mission to help the organization grow our business uh, across the globe. Um, interestingly, uh, the way I became the CEO was uh, through an introduction of one of my ex-colleagues to the uh, board of uh, Votero. I think the board was looking to hire a CEO. Uh, yes. They uh, met my ex-colleague and the ex-colleague said he took a different CEO role and said, Robbie would be a really good add to the company. And so that's how I got here. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you never you never know where your career is going to take you, do you? That is true. It's always good to uh, to do a really good job and have uh, good colleagues. Very true. Uh, well, tell us more about Vitero, the company, and what it's doing, particularly in the cybersecurity space. Sure. Uh, Vitero is an, a, a very interesting company in the marketplace. Um, there's a lot of focus on detection and response and security professionals in every organization is very busy chasing the latest threats and uh, they miss a lot of them as they enter the organization. Vitero is a um, content security company. Think of all the places that we all inter- interact with unstructured data, files in the form of PDFs, documents, Excel files, zip files. Every day, you're constantly being um, provided this information, not just via email, but also downloaded from a cloud storage. Can you exchange it in a collaboration platform? And so, Organizations have to be able to 
figure up a methodology to protect all those avenues of communication. And so Watiro is a very interesting company. We are actually focused on preventing unknown threats like ransomware, zero-day attacks, new variant of a malware. I'll give you an interesting statistics. Um, um, 71% of the content coming in to a lot of these organizations have weaponized content that is of an unknown variant. That's a lot. 70%. And so you're waiting for it to land on the endpoint to be detected. That's a that's a lot of work for a security professional to do and do it well and be 100% right. You can't do it all. Yeah. And that's the opportunity that we saw in the marketplace. And so we saw a universal need to help prevent these threats from coming in through various vectors, email, web, uh, collaboration tools, cloud uh, cloud interactions. And so we're in a very exciting space in the marketplace. Um, the market's just getting started. And um, every day we see organizations um, in the press describing how they were compromised by a new variant of a malware. Not that these cloud organizations didn't have security in place. They had a lot of security in place, but yet they're publishing announcements of recent losses because of a new breach. And so for us, we're focusing on the proactive prevention of these unknown threats in the marketplace. Ravi, can you shine a light on some of the businesses and organizations where you can, where you are providing services that Hero is working with? Yeah, we're working with um, commercial and government organizations. Um, from my own experience in a recent conversation with a, uh, with a very large port uh, shipping and logistics organization, they implemented Votero to protect all the content coming in from various ports and, um, and uh, shipping containers to make sure that content coming into the organization is safe. Another example is banking. Uh, we see a lot of banking customers use Botero to protect the content being exchanged in email, but also content being um, downloaded into their web portal. Um, one of the examples I, I love sharing is um, an experience we had with a mortgage company. We have a mortgage company that's processing loans for consumers and uh, and they, they were doing about $6.4 billion of loans a year. And here's an organization, a mid-sized organization that has a lot of security in place, but they were worried that an unknown threat could be uploaded from an end user as they're filing their loan application. And so they implemented Votero in that web portal and were able to secure all of the content coming into that um, mortgage application. So can you actually tell when there's been an attempt? If, I, if I'm a company and I'm using Vitero, can I, am I given the analytics saying, well, we, we blocked this, we've checked that, there are attacks coming from everywhere, but we've, we've stopped it all? Exactly. So that was the major innovation that happened over the last um, nine months in, in the product portfolio. Um, we were able to add analytics into the organ into our offering so that we can expose synthes synthesized information to the security operations team saying these were the in aggregate 
we were able to process all these files and we found these type of threats that were hidden in PDFs or hidden in documents, in zip files. And now we hand over that intelligence to their security operations center so that then the security operations center can be faster and quicker in then putting all the controls in place um, inside of their organization. It's also a very handy tool, I imagine, for the boardroom when they're doing their reports and assessing the utility of a provider like Vitero that they can actually see in black and white the number of threats that you've you've stopped. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, exactly. When you look at um, organizations today, board needs a lot of help, right? Boards taking cybersecurity very seriously, but they need help because their board's role is to govern and make sure that the organization's being managed. Uh, they're not into the day-to-day details. And so if the security professional can synthesize and provide analytics to the board saying, here's all my risky areas, and here's what I'm doing to prevent threats in those risky areas, that's what board wants to know and can then act on as well. From a geographical point of view, and we're talking globally here, where are your customers based, Ravi? For us, we see a lot of um, uh, growth in Asia Pacific, um, mainly in ASEAN countries. Uh, we, we have had a, a really long presence in uh, Singapore, in Japan, and more recently, we've seen the expansion of our business in Australia, um, as well as in ASEAN countries like Malaysia, Thailand, and Indonesia. Are there any other providers that are similar to Vitero uh, that offer the same sort of protection? I know every business is a little bit different, but what, what does the competitive landscape look like for you on a, on a global scale, Ravi? Yeah, so we... Uh, since we're taking a proactive prevention approach, um, the competitors take a different approach. Competitors are focused on detecting. So if you look at the likes of uh, endpoint detection response, they are looking at how to detect once the file ends on the endpoint. And we're taking a, a differentiated approach and saying, hey, how do we prevent the weaponized file from ending up on the endpoint in the first place? Which I think makes more sense. To us, it does, and to many many organizations that are now evaluating it, they are they're looking at doing the same thing. That's just logic. Yes. So you're out flying the flag, sort of solo in that regard, where you're proactively, you know, at the at the front of the front line, where others are more re- reactionary. If you look at the opportunity, if you look at any investigation, I mean, um, Australia, there was the recent DP World. Um, attack and breach, and there were a lot of conversations about what went wrong. And every secu- every security professional is going to be, anytime a, b- a breach happens, they bring out this chart and start to look for the initial access. Rewind all the way to the initial access. When did it start? How did it start? And the investigation then always points to, oh, that came the weaponized content came in through an initial endpoint or an initial web interaction or an initial email conversation. And then everything else gets replayed. Of course, you need to have a patched system. If you didn't have a patched system, that infected file is going to infect that patched, um, uh, unpatched endpoint or an application and so on. And so for us, we're focusing on that initial access and ensuring 
how do you prevent that initial infection point from happening in the first place? So Vitero is a subsidiary of Sanitas. Sanitas is uh, on the ASX here in Australia. Sanitas specializes in encryption technologies. So how does that rela- relationship work on a, on a day-to-day basis between Sanitas as the head company and, and Vitero? And then follow-up question to that, what, what then are the, are the plans for Vitero in, in this region, in Australia and APAC? Yeah, so Sanitas is our major investor in Vitero. Um, we have the CEO of Sanitas and the chairman of the board from Sanitas on my board, on the Vitero's board. And we get the, um, the governance and, um, and support from Sanitas uh, for funding our go-to-market growth in the marketplace. Um, Sanitas is a great partner for us uh, because they've been able to introduce us to uh, channel partners and go-to-market partners like Talus. And so Talus is one of our uh, go-to-market partners here in North America to drive our business in the federal market. And um, outside of those two activities, on a day-to-day basis, um, we're driving the um, conversation with the end prospects and organizations to be able to prevent cyber threats by implementing Vitero Cloud. So for me, what's exciting is our growth plans are to target expansion of our business in the mid-market enterprises and enterprises in Australia, um, driving our business in ASEAN countries, and to be able to do that with channel partners. So we're an open uh, technology provider that can work with large technology providers and systems integrators in Australia, as well as in uh, the ASEAN region. So Senatas has announced an intention to raise $5 million Australian dollars um, over the, the near term, primarily to support Vitero, and Vitero itself completed an 11.5 million US Series A round earlier this year. So with all of that in mind, what are, what are your objectives and, and planned uses of funds? What are you going to do with that capital? Great question. I mean, for us, we're going to be using the, um, the, the capital raise uh, in two areas. First is to invest in sales and marketing uh, to continue to promote the value proposition of Proactive prevention works, and here's how it works, uh, because we still have to evangelize and ensure that the market sees the value as augmenting today's technology footprint that the companies have in their environment. And so a lot of the investment will go into sales and marketing, both in um, APAC, um, Australia, as well as in uh, North America. The, uh, the second area for investment is in, the, uh, in our expansion of the platform. We've built a, an open platform delivering uh, a threat-free, disarming content and delivering that safely to the organization. We're now going to expand that into unstructured data security. Being able to now also look at data privacy in real time and help organizations in one place rationalize that the content is safe and the content is also compliant to be used in your day-to-day business. Could you pass judgment on Australia's 
readiness for cyber attacks because ransomware appears to be plaguing certainly Australia. So I don't want to put you on the spot, Ravi, but how good are, how good is Australia at uh, at cybersecurity and stopping threats? What's your view? It's always fun when you give me the mic and we start talking about the uh, the, the <laughs> landscape of, of regulations. The essential eight model that was introduced into the marketplace, it helps provide the organizations the focus to do the basics right, ensure that the endpoint is secured, ensure that the applications are patched, and ensure that the uh, users coming in are authenticated and you know who they are. While that is true, it doesn't go far enough to be able to prevent the next cyber attack through ransomware. Why? Because the bad actors are looking at using your infrastructure to compromise. They're, they're, they know that you're going to be patching your systems. And so what do they do? They're looking for ways to compromise by sending you a weaponized file to your CEO or the CFO or the, um, the engineer or the support person, knowing that they're going to open that file, whether it's an email or browser downloads. And so there, there needs to be that focus on content as well. Content that's used by the business, content that needs to be protected by security teams. So I think that's my 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 ask of um, regulators and um, and government professionals and people who write policies is as they continue to evolve the security policies. I'd love to see more being done on protecting content protecting the data that's going to be used day-to-day by every single organization. And if we delve a little deeper, Ravi, into these so-called bad actors, and if we look at the Australian example uh, in particular, what is what is your experience with where these bad actors are coming from? Is it a domestic threat, so from within Australia, or is it an international threat coming from overseas? What's, what's your analysis of that? Bad actors in cybersecurity is an organized crime. It's a well-funded, organized activity. It's no longer a one, two people trying to uh, stake claims to compromising, whether it's domestic or international. And in a hyper-connected world today, a website is a website. Doesn't doesn't matter whether it's a Australian business or a business based in India or a business based in um, in the US. If the organized crime members decide that they're going to target a company, they're going to look for the weaknesses globally for that company. The result obviously it ends up in the compromise happening in, happening in Australia or happening in India or happening in uh, the US. But the organized crime um, is certainly focused on all the avenues through which an organization's hyper-connected their environment, not just their own business, but their channel partners, their business partners, their supply chain, and looking for weaknesses throughout that connective, connective tissue and saying, if I compromise the supply chain in one place, I'm able to then gradually make my way into the corporate environment. Is Vitero um, best suited to a type of organization or a particular sector or even a, a size of enterprise? Is it suitable for, say, a small business of 
you know, 10 to 20 people or is it better suited to enterprise of 2,000 people? What's, um, what's the landscape look like there? Today, um, our, our focus continues to be on helping organizations that are at the mid-enterprise from 500 users and about to be able to um, help them safely use content to run their business. We're always talking about how to help an organization run their business, keep their users productive, and and mitigate that risk of business continuity. So it's at the mid-enterprise level, uh, 500 users and above. And where do you see the main growth sectors for a cybersecurity business like Vitero? It is in the mid-market and mid-enterprise because they're the ones who don't have the time to worry about every single details of cybersecurity and they want security to be silent. They want security to not be one of those um, dashboards that light up like a Christmas tree, but they want the ability to have a um, capability that says, I can be rest assured that if I implement this capability, it's gotta be doing work uh, silently and allowing me to do my day job, whether if, whether I'm a CFO or a um, business professional inside of the mid-enterprise. 2023 has been um, a big year for many organizations. How has, um, reflecting back, we're almost at the end of the year, what's 2023 been like for Vitero? 2023 has been a, a solid year for us. Uh, we've, we've been able to uh, win confidence of many large organizations, including um, implementing one of the largest contracts in the history of our company, in our company. And uh, we continue to grow the business in um, ASEAN region. We continue to grow our business and um, in North America. And I'm looking forward to uh, how we continue to invest and grow the, our footprint and, and market position in the region. Well, let's um, let's look ahead now, and we'll we'll finish with this final question, Ravi. What does next year look like? What does 2024? If we're having this conversation in a year's time. What 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 are you hoping to achieve over the next twelve months? I'm really excited about the the prospect of 2024 being able to deliver that unified content security platform, one that combines threat and data privacy in a single platform, helping organizations not only prevent cyber threats but also help them handle data privacy and compliance regulations using the same platform. Ravi Srinivasan, CEO of Vitero, many thanks for joining us from North America today. We appreciate your time and all the very best in the years ahead. Thanks for coming onto the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 